Hey, thanks for joining us on another episode of Expedition Marriage. I'm Chris with my beautiful bride, Jamie, and we are so glad that you're here. We just want to just give you hope and encouragement and just give you tools, advice, yeah. uh, you know, things to be pour able to... Pour out our wisdom. We, we want to pour out the pearls. <laughs> we want the pearls of wisdom to drop from us to you to be able to enhance your marriage, right? Yeah. We, we want you to have a God-honoring, healthy marriage, and that's that's our hope. Right. right. That's that's what we're really hoping for. And so today we are talking about something. I, I feel like we've been like, I don't, know, getting, I don't want to say controversial, but we've been you know hitting some well, of the... Well, this is a debate. It it's, is a debate. It's a debatable mm, thing. Yeah. It's yeah. some of the harder hitting yeah. subjects. Is that fair? That That's fair. Okay. And yeah, you want me to tell them or you want to well, tell people? Well, I'll just say that it, it is absolutely something couples will come in and, and they'll talk with us. And this is a bone of contention mm-hmm. that tends to be in a lot of the marriages. I don't want to say all of them, yeah. but a good no. majority of them. Yeah, and there's and, certainly a lot of husbands who feel this way. Yeah. A lot of the husbands yeah, struggle the husbands with it. husbands who are going, mm, this is a problem. Yes, and what it mm-hmm. is, it's the debate over, do you put your marriage or do you put your kids first? Yeah. And according to a lot of studies, the modern day family is more child-centered than it is spouse-centered, right? Right. Oh, yeah. And that is that is not the way it was designed. Mm-mm. It's Mm-mm. supposed to be God, right? If, you, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see what I'm doing. If you're listening to us on a podcast, well, then I'm moving my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I think they could have kept up. They probably could have kept up. I have them. faith. I think they could have <laughs> kept up. We believe in, in, in our people. So it's supposed to be God, and then the couple, mm-hmm. and then the children, and then you keep going out from there. Work is not in that first right. part. Work is further down, communities down, even churches mm-hmm. further down, right? Mm-hmm. God, the marriage, then the children, then we start working out from there. Right. And, and that is the design. And so that's when we're doing that, that's when it works the best. That's right. And what's sad is like a lot of marriage family experts, mm-hmm. they will say that there are more children-centered marriages than there are spouse-centered marriages. And it's almost as if the parents are married to their children more than they're married to their husband or wife. Right. Right. And Mm -hmm. here's, to me, this is the saddest thing about this, is the couples, the parents, the moms, the dads, whichever, that are putting more focus on the children Mm -hmm. than their spouse are doing it out of love and what they believe to be for their children's protection. They're doing it to benefit their children. Mm-hmm. And this is something, this is how the enemy works. Yeah, true. He takes mm-hmm. what is good. He takes what is godly. He spins it just a little. And all of a sudden he makes it bad. Oh, that's true. And he causes harm with it. That's He's not mm-hmm. creative. He doesn't use mm-hmm. come up with things on his own. He uses God's good plans, God's good design, God's good things tweaks them. Twist them. Right. Mm-hmm. And messes things up. And so you've got a whole lot of parents who are are thinking they're benefiting their children by putting their needs, their priorities first, but that's not what they're doing. And mm-hmm. that's not what research shows either. No, it's that's a good point. It's not what the Bible says mm-hmm. and it's, it's not what research shows. Right. Which, so you've got both sides of the fence kind of agreeing mm-hmm. and we're not, yeah. this is not to put anybody down. No, there's no shame or guilt in this. No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. This is to be able to bring things to light, to have a better mm-hmm. way to go about things, to be more informed. Right. So that way, because you, a lot of parents are, they're, they're thinking, I'm doing what's best for my kids. I'm looking out for them. I, and, but mm-hmm. really the, the question is now that you know, 
are you really doing what's best for the kids? Right. Or are you doing what's best for you sometimes? Right. Mm-hmm. And and what feels safer. And you think about, mm-hmm. you know, you met one another. There was a buildup to growing love. Yeah. There was a like, mm-hmm. there was chemistry, there was attraction, and then it rolls and folds into love. Sure. When you yeah. have a child, boom. I love this baby and I would die for them and do anything for them. It's instant. And mm-hmm. so when, when you have that baby, there's an instant form of like protection Yeah. where you don't really mm-hmm. have that with one another that mama as bear, much. Papa bear yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that levels things up and that's what makes this an easy trap to fall into. Yeah. But the reality is you cannot put your marriage on hold <laughs> for a minimum of 18 years, because Minimum. 18 years is assuming mm-hmm. you have one child. True. And yeah. it's also assuming that a child that you have dedicated your entire life to Made the focus. actually launches and leaves the home right. by 18. <laughs> Let's be honest about that. You know, they but if make... you have multiple children, you can be mm-hmm. 25, 27 years into this. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now I'm ready to put focus on my marriage. Sure. And even talking about, well, dating might be one thing as if, mm-hmm. if you were to, if you were to put your dating on hold, if, if, if you were to say, Hey, you yeah. know what? We're going to take a break for a couple months. Yeah. You know, what's the likelihood that you get together? Now that's dating. Even if you didn't have kids, what mm-hmm. if all of a sudden one spouse said, Hey, you know what? Our marriage is going to be secondary for a while. I'm going to give all yeah. a lot of my focus to this other stuff. And you mm-hmm. can get the scraps every now and then when yeah. I'm not exhausted or when we're not running in different directions. Yeah. It will, yeah. We'll, it's not going to do that for just six months, but just for a year. It'll be okay. Right? Yeah. It's, it's not going to fly. You're mm-hmm. not going to willingly accept that as a plan, as a viable plan. But and you shouldn't. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. And what we find is that when, I mean, the most common times for divorce are in those late teenage years yeah. mm-hmm. or the empty nest years. Yeah. And there's a lot of damage that happens. And, and mm-hmm. I think something that's a big deal that we forget is we forget that if our marriage falls apart, so do our children. Yes. So do our kids. And there yep. is Great point. years of research out there, mm-hmm. years of studies that show this. They used to think children were more resilient, yep. but that is not the case. It's not the case. They mm-hmm. are resilient and they can get through things, but not without big consequences. And right. children that come from divorced homes struggle academically. Mm -hmm. They struggle emotionally. They have higher incidences of anxiety and depression and suicidal ideation. They struggle in their future, you know, Mm -hmm. with poverty, all different kinds of emotional and behavioral issues that they have Mm -hmm. because of divorce. And here you've got this family that's wanting to put their children first, but by not putting their spouse first, they're harming their children. And so truly the best way to put your children first is to put your marriage first. Right. Absolutely. To love your spouse well. Right. Yeah. And and, and guys, we just, here's a little caveat. 
we're talking specifically for first families. Yes. Second families, blended families, step families, right? Those, little different. Yeah, they're a little different. They're run by, operate by different rules, little tweaks here and there. We're not going to get into that. That's just kind of beyond mm-hmm. the scope of this. It, it deserves right. its own focus. And so unfortunately, if you are in a step family or blended family, you might start trying to put this stuff into place and then get mm-hmm. frustrated because it's not working the yeah. way that you think it should because it's a first family type of mm-hmm. dynamic. And so really, it, it's it, I'm going to go back to love God and then love your spouse. God, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I'm being a little harsh when I say this, but God, when he created Adam, right? And then he says, it's not good man for to be alone. I'll create a suitable helper. He created Eve, and Eve didn't come out there with a couple kids on her on her hips <laughs> and, and, and mm-hmm. a, a schedule for yeah. the, the classes and sports and activities. Right, right. I mean, it was they were to focus to focus upon themselves. Now they were given the the charge to mm-hmm. be, be fruitful, yeah. and multiply. Two different yeah. things. Yes, yes. <laughs> and what happens is couples who, and there were over ninety studies, I believe, done on mm-hmm. over thirty one thousand married couples. And what they found is that after the birth of their first child, mm-hmm. their marital satisfaction decreased by forty two percent. Yeah. And then after each consecutive child, it goes down a little bit more. Kids, I mean, a lot of that I think we can't do anything about because they they make you tired. They cost more money. They are a little draining. They are mm -hmm. they they will suck the life right out of you on occasion. And can I say something? I don't. What I don't want to be misheard. I don't want that to to hear the wrong thing. Kids are wonderful. Kids are yeah, a blessing. Yeah, they are. They are they're mm-hmm. a blessing. We, we, we want them in our lives. If you're fortunate to be blessed enough mm-hmm. to have children in your lives, absolutely. So I didn't mean for that mm-hmm. to come across as like we don't want kids in there. We just want to make sure it's the right order, right? So the, the right. focus was Adam and Eve and then to have kids and then right. to focus on, you know, have the kids part of the focus. Because, yeah, when we have babies, they're helpless. They're, they right. need us. And, and even, even teenagers still need us. Yes. They need both of us. But they need the proper model and the proper example and Mm -hmm. the things to be done in the best way in order for us to be able to really, truly help them. That's right. Because your marriage, if your marriage is thriving and Mm -hmm. you are connected and close as a couple, that gives your children so much peace. Mm. It gives them security. It gives them a safe place. Mm-hmm. It like it is foundational to the safety and the peace and the security that your kids feel. And if there mm-hmm. is anything your children need more than that, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, that is such a gift to your children mm-hmm. when they know all is well and my safety net mm-hmm. is always going to be there. Man, that's when they're set up for success. Oh, yeah. You know what? I see that these this family here is falling apart, and this family there is falling apart, and it mm-hmm. scares me, and I get unsettled because I don't want anything to yeah. happen to my mom and dad. And I can look at mom and dad, and I can see, hey, they mm-hmm. love each other. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're in it. That's right. And I can feel a sense of security knowing they're mm-hmm. going to be together for, for the long haul, mm-hmm. and they've got my back because they've got each other's back. Yes, they always have mom and dad Mm -hmm. as a support system that is united. They have one home, 
and that's where they find their safety. And this does not go away when they become adults. Mm. It doesn't mm-hmm. go away when they become True. adults and launch yeah. or go off to college, knowing that I always have home. Mm. I always mm-hmm. have home to come back to yeah. and to reground and to regroup. I always have the support of a united front mm-hmm. in my mom and dad. Right. That is the best gift you can give to mm-hmm. your children. If you think about fears and anxieties are rampant. Oh, yeah. So many people suffer with anxiety Mm -hmm. alone. That's a lack of security. Mm -hmm. Anxiety is nothing more than a drive for control and to know what's around the corner Mm -hmm. and all of that. When you have a family unit that is solid together, that removes so much fear and anxiety. Oh yeah, there's a from lot of your kids. A lot of security and stability and knowing, mm-hmm. you know what, that we have the best likelihood that good things are going to continue to happen. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so here, if you're on the fence and you don't know and like and we want to acknowledge too not prioritizing your kids first, it's not easy. No. It's not easy. We mm-hmm. all want to make our kids happy. We mm-hmm. all want to make sure that they have what they need. We want mm-hmm. to see them smile when they get things that they ask for. It's mm-hmm. hard to put boundaries up for our kids. It's hard mm-hmm. to tell them no. Sure. And and no. they will be on the floor crying because of how unhappy you've made them. That is not easy. Mm-hmm. And so this is not an easy feat. But you have to have that perspective shift and know that sometimes what looks mean is actually the best thing you can do for them. Sure. And sometimes what looks good is the least healthy thing you can do for them. Well, and we've talked about kind and nice and all that. Sometimes yeah. we're doing the nice thing, which is the thing that gets you loved versus the loving thing, mm-hmm. which is sometimes tough love that might not return. Yeah. M- might return. It the, hurts. Might return the kid running to the room going, oh, I hate you. That's you right. <laughs> so it is tough. So if you're are curious or, or, or confused as to whether or not you have a kid-focused marriage, mm-hmm. we actually have some things to be some looking clues. for. Some clues. Yeah. And yeah. so here's the deal. Clues for you, if you are living in a more child-centered mm-hmm. family or marriage, here are some things to look out for. You don't go on dates. Yeah. Because you don't want to leave your kids. You don't trust anybody else with your kids, or you go on dates, and Mm -hmm. you're texting home, you can't even focus, Mm -hmm. or you're talking the whole night about your children. Your children have moved up too high in the priority list. Right. I'm going to top that one, though. Mm -hmm. You don't go on... Not just that you don't go on... Didn't know this was a competition. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. No, no. No, this this is good. I've got one better than yours. No, this is good, because this is is a big one. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. You don't leave your kids in the trust of your husband. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Jeff Foxworthy. That happens a lot. Yeah. That happens a lot. You may be kid-focused if you don't trust your husband to watch his own children. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is a big one because like we said, this can go both ways, but we primarily in our practice mm-hmm. hear from the husbands. Sure. Yeah. You know, about things like that and about the kids getting more attention mm-hmm. and stuff. And so yeah, that that's a big one. That's a clue. That is a clue. Another clue is that you put your kids' needs over your spouse's. Mm-hmm. So let's mm-hmm. say you have a kid who really wants to play baseball and they're begging to do that, but you've got a husband saying or a wife saying, you know what, we cannot afford 
that. Yeah. I can't do it with my schedule. We can't do it financially. Mm-hmm. But you go ahead and sneak and put that ball game fee or that that team fee on a credit card. Mm. And you do mm-hmm. it anyway. Yeah. Or your kids, maybe they have a mm-hmm. game this day. So I'm sorry, honey, we can't go on that vacation that weekend getaway we were going to do right. or our plans that we had to go out to dinner that night. We can't do it because so-and-so, yeah. our child, has has an event or maybe they want to do something, mm-hmm. something different. Sure. Would kids' plans trump family or couple plans. Yeah. We're, it, look, guys, we know there's exceptions. We know there's, mm-hmm. you know, so we're, we're not talking about, we're talking about when this is the rule. Right. And we're talking about this is the common thing that, that goes on. Right. Yeah. But you're making that decision together. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you may choose to do that, but you've made it together. And that's the point. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another thing is you're spending more, most of your free time with your kids instead of with one another. Mm. Mm-hmm. Any free moments you have, let's go do this with the kids instead of, and not together as a couple, but mm-hmm. individually. It's like yep. you get a day off work and you're going to take the kids out instead of making it either a full family day or time for you as a couple. Mm-hmm. Not to say that it's not important to have some one-on-one time with your kids, you know. So again, mm-hmm. it's it's a balance. Don't don't. I, I just I, I hear somebody going, "Well, I, I get to do that." Yes, yes, you do, and you should. Yeah. But don't make sure that make sure that's the exception. Make sure that you're right. You're, that's the point. Yeah, that that you focus is with the couple. That's mm-hmm. the, your marriage is strong. Yeah, and so that can be an overflow into pouring into the kids. Yeah. You have to invest in time Mm -hmm. for you as a couple. And that includes having time away. Mm. You need Mm -hmm. an overnight somewhere. Yes. You need to do that. And if you're not doing that out of fears or out of worries or out of a lack of trust, Mm -hmm. that's a clue that you're more child centered than spouse centered. Mm -hmm. And also here's another one. If your kids know your adult issues, Ooh, yeah. if your kids know what the problems mm-hmm. are going on in your marriage, if they know what's in your checkbook or all of that <laughs> and where you're struggling, or if they're talking to you or you're talking to them about this is what your father did. Mm. Do you know what your mom did? Your yeah. mom never does this. Yeah. It's called no. triangulation, just in case you're wondering. That's right. That's right. And that deserves its whole, its yeah. own episode <laughs> as does. well. But also <laughs> along that realm, if your kids have full access to your room mm. and to mm-hmm. your private time. Yeah. If you're too scared to lock your door at night to have mom and dad time, <laughs> assuming your kids are safe and old enough or asleep and all of that. Right. That is a problem. You've got to be able to have sex together without worrying about a child walking into the room. And mm-hmm. you don't want to put that off because so-and-so is still awake or this is happening mm-hmm. or they might need me. No, you've got to have time where you can lock a door and say, you know what? Mom and dad need to have a conversation Yep. or it's at night. And you know what? You need to knock before you come in here. You don't need to announce to your kids what's going on, yeah. but they need to know if mom and dad say that our door is locked, don't bother us, that unless it is an emergency, mm-hmm. do not bother us. Yeah, exactly. It Couples time is so important. Yes. Even intimate time, but even just if you're not spending time to have Mm -hmm. some like 10 minutes going, hey, 
mom and dad need to go and we're going to be talking and we're going to be, you know, catching right. up and you all can go ahead and be playing over there. You don't need to, to be over in our business. Right. right? So you got, those are things that you got to make sure that you're making time for as well and that you're prioritizing as well. Right. And that kind of leads right into mm -hmm. where we're going to wrap up here with this because we want to equip you as well, because if you are in that category, mm -hmm. we want to shift you over to being more spouse centered yes. than child centered. And so mm -hmm. If you want to create a more couple-centered marriage, here are some things you could do. First of all, exactly what you're talking about. You know what? You've got to create at least a 10-minute window mm. every mm -hmm. day. You know, it can be after dinner. Dinner needs to be family times. This is a bit, yeah. this is a free tip here. A lot of couples get aggravated at dinner because they're trying to talk together, but they've got three kids sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. That's not the time for you to talk. You're just setting yourself up for failure and no. and irritation. So when you're at dinner, dinner time is about family time. Yes. That's not the time you have couple time or adult conversations. That's the time you interact with your children mm -hmm. or you're going to be really aggravated all the time. Yeah, you're just wrong expectations. Yeah. Right. But after dinner... Okay, we've invested in our kids and the family. We've cleaned up. Now mom and dad are going to go sit on the porch for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. We're going to check in. How was your day? What's going on? What, what do we need for the rest of the night? How do we operate as a family? And how are you? And I missed you. Yeah. I missed you. So having those 10 minutes to invest in one another is beneficial. And so are boundaries. Absolutely. Boundaries are important. Boundaries are loving. We've talked mm -hmm. about that in other episodes. It's important to have healthy, mm -hmm. loving boundaries to say, okay, you know what? It's all right for, mm -hmm. like, let's put it this way. Your 16-year-old drives because they're capable of driving. It's okay that the 16-year-old drives and the 5-year-old doesn't. Right. I mean, is, right. it, is that just, I mean, right. look, I don't want to seem that to be too broad right. of an example. No matter how much the five-year-old wants to drive, yeah. you need to say no to that. So, that, so that's boundaries. So there's mm -hmm. certain age-appropriate kind of boundaries right. and relational boundaries because certain people should be closer to you than others, right? Mm -hmm. There should be a definite different connection with your spouse than what you have with your kids. Right. And boundaries feel mean. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. But the truth is the best relationships you have are the ones that have boundaries. Mm -hmm. You know, Absolutely. and your kids Hands need down. to know mom and dad are allowed to lock their door. Mm. They're allowed to talk without being interrupted. Mm -hmm. They're allowed to go on a date night. Mm. And mm -hmm. you teach your kids that your marriage is a priority yeah. and they may, especially if you're starting to do this for the first time, they may kick and scream a little bit because they're mm -hmm. used to having your full attention all the time. They're used to being able to interrupt and stuff yeah. like that, or you not going out on a date. So it will take time to get used to this, but having boundaries as a couple around your children is the best way to have the healthiest relationships with one another mm -hmm. and with your kids. Sure. And another great thing to do is invest in your your greetings and your departures. Yeah, make sure when you walk in the door, you're greeting each other first. Right. Right? It's a priority. Right. You so, always have been so good at that. Yeah, I tr I've tried to. It, it, look, sometimes the kids are running up to you and they're grabbing on mm -hmm. their legs, and it's okay. I'm not saying push them down. Right. But it's know. let me say hi to mommy first. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Communicate what's going on. You mm -hmm. know, like, hey, I'm excited to see you. Let me say hi to mom, and then we can, I'll pick you up and throw you around or whatever that kind of right. stuff. Right. Right. And the same mm -hmm. with going goodbye. Say goodbye to your spouse. 
Don't just get in the habit mm-hmm. of, you know what, she's feeding the kids or he's doing this with the kids. I'm just going to leave. No, mm-hmm. make goodbyes and hellos a priority Absolutely. in your day. And so that will be- benefit both you all. Mm-hmm. And it ties right into the last one of let your kids see you be affectionate. Absolutely. That shows them mom and dad are a team. They mm-hmm. love each other. When mom and dad are kissing and hugging, I'm grossed out. Yeah. And you want that. You want that because they may be grossed out and be like, oh, stop. But they're also going, my parents love each other. Right. And love and safety exist in my house. And so that's what we've got for you today. And we hope you're taking some things that you can apply. And we've Mm -hmm. given you some awareness. And we've maybe changed a perspective that -hmm. you might have had. But before we go... We just want to thank you for your reviews. Absolutely. They help us, and they help us help more couples. Mm -hmm. And we've got one to share with you here. This one comes out for I Live For Him 24. Love that name. Love that name. Says, my favorite marriage coach. Chris and Jamie are a breath of fresh air, hilarious, and so full of godly wisdom. I just love their authenticity, both with each other and their listeners. And I always come away with so much practical sound advice. Their down-to-earth personalities make them honestly feel like friends. Mm -hmm. Love that. Thank you so much for creating this podcast. I love listening to it while I clean, and I've even got hubby to listen to some episodes with me. You rock. (laughs) I love that, and we really appreciate that. And we would love to give you a shout-out as well, so Mm -hmm. please go give us a review. We love how much you appreciate what we're doing. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. means the world to us, and so Seriously, if you've got a minute, just go give us a review. We would really be yeah. grateful Sub- for it. Subscribe, like, comment. We'll, we'll, we'll take it all. That's right. And so in closing, here's one last thing. Couples who have God-centered marriages are couples who have couple-centered marriages mm-hmm. and are the ones who are most likely to have thriving kids. And so if you put God first, your spouse second, and your kids third, That's what's going to make it so much easier to enjoy the journey.